How about... I love this plan! I'm excited to be a part of it! Let's do it! That and that's your cue, Fonzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one didn't have like the outro part. It was an intro with Ghostbusters. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought Vernon Wells was coming on, so I was, so I was waiting. I'm like, oh, man, there's nothing there. <laughs> I thought you were on strike or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, it was just weird. I was waiting for that part. Yeah, I was like, huh, nothing's coming up. I better. Whoops. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Hey, hey. Happy Monday. Yeah. Happy Monday, indeed. Yes, absolutely. Happy wet Monday. What's that? I said happy wet Monday. Yeah. Wet? Is that... Oh, is it raining down there? Yeah, it just rained down here. Mm. Yeah. Just annoying because well, I, I only have my bike now, so I'm stuck at home. Why? What's going on? Well, I've, I've had my bike for, you know, months, and when it rains, I don't I don't go out. I don't risk you it. Don't have, you don't have the truck anymore? No. It's a oh. twin. Oh, I haven't had the truck for months. Um, hell, I think it's a year now. What? He yeah. said months. He goes, oh, how about a yeah, year now? like 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> really? Uh, no, when do we buy the car? I think it was April. So, almost a year. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So, what is it just... Does Laney have a car and you got the motorcycle and that's it? Yep. Damn, homie. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was great. We were all bone dry down here and no rain. Yeah. That's hardcore. I applaud you. That's <laughs> that OG fun. right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool until, you know, I can't, I'm housebound. Yeah, I mean, you can ride in the rain. I mean, it sucks when it's pouring. Oh, but, uh, um, I need new tires. They're pretty oh. slick right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck around with rain with bald tires. That's for yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. Came too careful. But hey, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Bad Boys podcast where we randomly rant on all things movies. We're on episode 251. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm over here, Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Tell you to make sure you get tires if you're going to go driving out in the rain. Don't don't text and drive. <laughs> what did the, your AT&T uh, customer service rep tell you, Harley? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then I almost got ran off the road, uh, I think it was yesterday, coming home from Sacramento. Damn. And, I mean, I literally, the bitch just straight, changed lanes while i was right next to her wow <laughs> and she never even saw me she wow. just kept on you know normally when you like go you're, you're cutting somebody off you see and then mm. all of a sudden you're like, oh shit and then you swerve back into your lane right, right. uh-uh that bitch nope. just kept on coming Jeez. <laughs> and chris was all screaming and shit and i was like ah i'm slamming on the brakes fucking um you know darting off into the to the shoulder and then uh so i back off and then she literally gets back in the right lane again or they were we were passing a a big rig 
And then I haul ass by her. And as we're, uh, as we drive by her, what is she doing? She's looking at a goddamn cell phone. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. So she can, she can even see you, um, she, flipping her off. I don't even think she knew that she cut us off. That's, that's <laughs> the, that's the worst part too. <laughs> so, yeah, that's part of my week. <laughs> well, yeah, that's perfect segue. Yeah, what else did you do this weekend? Uh, we went down and visited uh, Chris's parents' house. Um, her dad and her stepmom. They Just lived the house? down. Uh, the parents weren't there. No, they they were there. Oh, okay. Um, they uh, live right outside Davis. They uh, they live on a ch- nice chunk of property. Was this the and, first time uh, meeting them? No, I had met them back in Thanksgiving. Okay. We went. If you guys remember, we went down there on Thanksgiving, and that was when I met them and her a lot of her family. Um. But this was the first time they met Mazzy, aka Mazzy Monster. So <laughs> she's uh, she's been having a hard couple weekends the last couple weekends, and um, but she was pretty good. And then uh, on the way back from her parents' house, we stopped um, in like downtown Davis, where her stepsister actually has a horse and. Uh, she let Mazzy ride the horse, so that was really oh, nice. That was the first time awesome. Mazzy ever. Yeah, that was the first time Mazzy ever rode a horse. So, as you it? saw, we yeah, she had a lot of fun. So, cool. as you saw, we picked some oranges. They have uh, a couple right. dozen. Get your, they have, get they your have inner couple, Mexican on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they have a couple do- dozen uh, orange trees on their property, and uh, so we got two big old bags. Those big, like twenty pound bags, filled them sons of bitches up with orange. Gave one of them to Clancy, the next door neighbor, and uh, started juicing the other bag. And uh, really, really good oranges, super sweet. And um, but it was a cool weekend hanging out in uh, Davis. It's a college town outside of Sacramento, and uh, it's cool. It's kind of like, um, kind of feels like a downtown Encinitas kind of thing. Mm. Um, trying to think of a parallel, but it's kind of like the. Upper class. I'm guessing that's where UC Davis is from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. College town. Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, it's an agriculture school. And uh, the downtown is famous for its uh, bicycle riding. So everybody rides around on bicycles, which is cool, except for they're kind of aggressive, you know, and you're trying to walk along and, you know, <laughs> eat your ice cream and shit. And the bicyclists are all, you know, so it's like, so you got to be careful. Bicyclists can be dangerous. But, um, yeah, it's cool. You get you get knocked off the road or driving. You get you almost get hit by a bicyclist, man. Yeah, you're not no, safe anywhere. No shit. That horse tried to kick you while Mazzy was riding it. No, no, no. The horse was okay. very well behaved. So, okay. yeah. Shout outs to uh, Chris's sister Cerise. She uh, she maintains that horse quite night quite well. It was very very well behaved. I was pleasantly surprised. And did you get on the horse? Fuck no, no. What? In fact, I had this accident. Or uh, uh, the day before, there was there's this literally it's a slide. All right, you know we were talking about this actually goes well with the listeners remembering our conversation a few weeks back about how dangerous shit was when we were a kid, like uh-huh. playgrounds and shit. All right. So well, Chris, she's a couple years older than me. She turned forty this weekend. In fact, yesterday was her birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Happy forty. So. So uh, when she was a kid, 
she she lived in Davis for a short period of time. She was like four or five years old. And she said, I remember this slide, this concrete slide. That's With the odd. back of a brontosaurus's neck? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like this big concrete slide. And I was like, a concrete slide? That doesn't make any sense. How the fuck do you slide down? And yeah. she goes, people bring cardboard and shit, and they slide down this big concrete slide on cardboard. So she's like, I wonder if it's still there. So we drive out there. Sure enough, the motherfucking slide is still there. Yes. And the craziest thing is there are no warning signs saying danger, concrete slide. <laughs> like, and I think there's actually some video. Maybe I can get Chris to post it on video. You can get going pretty fast on this nice. slide that's just a big-ass concrete you know, and it's probably one story. It's probably you know thirty feet from the top to the bottom, and it's kind of wide up top. There's like four lanes, and it kind of narrows down into like like a four foot wide, and then it just slides off into this dirt, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Mazzy wanted to go. She didn't want to go by herself, so I went with her. We went a couple times, and I went once. And once we, instead of me putting my feet out to slow down like a smart person would. I just figured, you know what? I'm just going to let this motherfucker ride all the way down and see how fast we can go. (laughs) Well, I fucking hit the dirt right on my goddamn tailbone. And for, and to this day, that was Saturday and it's now late Monday. My ass still hurts. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, be careful. Your tailbone is, uh, delicate. Why do we have tailbones anymore? Yeah, well, yeah. We, we shouldn't, I can assure you, because they're fucking useless. Because in the video, she actually got video of the, the that accident. Oh, man, why is that up already? I know, no shit. It doesn't actually look that bad. Like, mm. it's like I'm not going three miles an hour, and then I just come. It's just, just how I landed was perfectly right on my tailbone. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the whole fucking rest of the weekend, I'm like sitting. I needed one of those... Uh, those uh, hemorrhoid pillows with the hole in the middle, you know? <laughs> the donut. Oh, the yeah, donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I needed a donut pillow. So, <laughs> uh, alas, I did not get one. And so, the all the weekend and into today, I've been kind of one cheek sneaking it on chairs and shit like that. So One, one cheek sneaking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but Mazzy was unhurt, so that was all that mattered. And uh, the weekend went well. So, that was my weekend. Nice. What about you, MCP? Um, I had another one of those weekends where I don't remember much. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, Friday night. Um, there was a these. The, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. These can be either in incredibly entertaining weekends <laughs> or in, or incredibly boring if he in fact doesn't remember anything. <laughs> right. Um, Friday, uh, Lane had a psychology thing, like a social thing, and I went along with him to OG's Pizza. Um, that was cool, you know, just had some beers and, and then, uh, and you know how I get when I get, get to drinking, but I was like trying to contain myself, like control myself. I'm not drinking anybody's drink. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to take the cup out of their hand. So what did I do instead? I grabbed the pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> I started drinking from the pitcher. People are looking like, what the fuck? I'm like, they said I could. They, I, we, I, no, I'm fine. <laughs> and then I started, uh, people started leaving like as they're, you know, this is the end toward the end of the night and we're just, you know, shooting the shit, just talking, just laughing, have a good time. Me with my pitcher. And uh, I would grab people's drinks and pour it into the pitcher. <laughs> God damn! Homie. Did you just did you just put a straw in there and just suck it away? I tried. The straw wasn't long enough, so I'm like, ah, fuck oh, it. Man. It's not worth it. 
so yeah there was me in my picture um and uh, I'm sure that was a sight. I, I, why, isn't, just, why isn't there a picture of you in your a, picture? Me in the – there should have been a picture. That would have been hilarious. Um, oh, I would have rather seen the picture of him pouring drinks into the picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Into his mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a good time. Um, I didn't black out then. You know, I, I uh, held my own. I was having a conversation. You know, it was good. Uh, then Saturday um, – I don't remember what we did Saturday during the day. But at night – we uh we ended up going to um uh a couple a couple people that were at the so, so the psychology social we hung out with them at their place um saturday night and we were just drinking and playing um you know taboo catchphrase um arm wrestling in our boxers because the girls won all the goddamn games and it was strip games and so we we lost two games in a row. We're like, fuck the shit. No, <laughs> we have to do something that we know will win. So we're like, let's start arm wrestling. But then um, the girls, the, the, we forgot all about making the girls take their clothes off. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, and that point, the last thing I remember was someone was like, man, uh, there's like a little bit of tequila left in the bottle. And I'm like, oh, I'll take care of it. They're like, yeah, we, we can never finish this. Nobody really likes it. I got this shit. Um, and I don't remember anything else. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, apparently, um, one of the girls brought out, um, a paddle. Like a bondage, like BDSM type paddle that has, says XOXO that you got, like, a, as a gift. And okay. I was like, oh, I know how to use this shit. And I was like, holding Lanny up. I was like, bend over. We're, I'll show everybody how to use this. So that's, I was spanking Lanny all freaking night. And I was getting everybody else to join. So they would spank him. <laughs> so she had, like, X's and O red all over her arms and her back and her legs. It was pretty funny. So now she needs a jelly donut to sit down. She as needs well. a jelly donut. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Her butt was bruised. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a good time. Um, yeah. I didn't wake up until like eleven the next day. Um, and I was. I wanted to go to to basketball on Sunday. Uh, but nope, that wasn't happening. I woke up at like eleven. I'm like, I could still make it. No, <laughs> basketball's over at eleven thirty. I'd be helping them close the door. So missed that. Um. But uh, my sister, she started uh, uh, like a like a low calorie type of diet, um, and she was gonna cook fish. And I normally don't like fish, but I'm like, you know what? I'll give it a chance. And so that's what I did uh, to uh, end the weekend. I ended up, you know, with family. Um, she cooked us all fish, and it was good. We had like salmon and uh, tilapia, mm-hmm. and they cooked it and marinated in like lemon something, and cooked it. And it was just in the in the oven. Um, it was good. Like it didn't taste like the ocean. I was like, I was surprised. That's because that's what I hate. Did you still te- did you still have a tequila in you? I had tequila probably until around three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, I geez. was drunk. I woke up at eleven and I was like, I'm so, so maybe drunk. you couldn't taste the ocean. You were still numb. <laughs> that's what it was. So the secret <laughs> is, when I'm gonna eat fish, I gotta get blasted the night before. Exactly. Got oh it. boy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, that was my weekend. Wow, arm wrestling in your boxers, <laughs> yeah. and then turning into Christian Grey all of a sudden. Yeah, that's what they were saying. They're like, "Man, they should have made a. You guys should have made the Christian Grey movie." <laughs> Fifty like, Shades yeah. of MCP. Like, yeah. Oh man, Jesus, my mine uh my weekends are are boring compared to you guys. It's, it's wild. <laughs> Me and Amy went to Costco without the kids, and we took our time Woo-hoo. going down every aisle. Hell yeah, you weird. did. Yeah, we don't know what vacation. to do. Yeah, we had a budget, and we went over $120 budget. And Amy's like, see, that's what happens when there's no kids, and it's just me and you. <laughs> we go to every aisle. I'm like, we can go to every aisle and look at stuff before. Did we get all the samplers? Um, man, I was, 
it's funny. I wasn't um, hungry at the time, but after a while, I, I was like, "All right, let's let's get some samples." But f- we were there on a on a Saturday because I was off. I was off this Saturday. Um, right. but fuck, everybody goes in there, and and some people just like you go to Costco, you're going in there for to get a shop for like you know a huge amount of stuff, not just like you're not going in there because there's no express lane. You're not going to Costco for like two items. It's like what's the <laughs> point? You know what I mean? It's uh, pretty dumb different. Going to for like two items. Um, so some people there with like holding one thing and they're just eating like every sample. I'm like, God damn, I just come here just to fucking eat. It's like, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I, this week was weird cause I had Friday and Saturday off because all this week, in fact, today I went to, um, San Diego. I'm doing training for, um, oh. where we have this, um, intelligent home, that alarm system that I have. So I have to go all week to San Diego from eight to, uh, so it's eight to five. So they gave me. Friday and Saturday since I'm off normally off Monday and Tuesday. So they gave me the days off before the week. So it was weird to have Friday and Saturday off and Sunday. And then come going into like work today and then the rest of the week. So it's kinda weird. Um but uh yeah, that's like yeah, mine's is like boring. Like I said, that's <laughs> I watched the homework and uh like on Saturday or Friday morning and um yeah, it's it's just been weird. It's just uh like my Amy's taking the kids to school like all week, so that's kind of weird because I usually always take them in the morning. So I have to I have to leave here by seven just to get there around eight. Um, it's just been really weird. The like, schedule's all messed up, and I keep thinking it's Wednesday because I went into work, but it's Monday. I'm like, what the fuck? And even when I was driving home from San Diego, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to record tonight. I'm like, oh shit, this is fucked up. This is my, my yeah, my mind's all over the place. So uh, if I seem out of sorts, I apologize. I'm out of it. So. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, that's my mind right there. That's what's going on right there. <laughs> that's Tony uh, spanking Laney. That's the soundtrack. That yeah, that's it. And, uh, and what what and then and for Harley, what is it when? Uh, that's what the soundtrack that was playing when he got cut off. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, I dude, it's funny you said that because I think that same day, I think we left, we left Costco. We were picking up Mike. We're picking up the kids from my parents. Um, there's just I look over to my left, and the guy driving, he's just kind of doing one of those numbers where he's driving, looking down, driving, looking down. And he's looking at his phone yeah, the whole yeah, time, yeah. and I'm like, my man, you're on the fucking freeway, dude. Like, I just want to look at him and stare. I'm like, yo, get off the fucking phone, man. What the fuck? It's like, what's so goddamn important? You gotta just, you know what I mean? It's like you, you're by yourself in your car, you die, go fuck, go right ahead. But I got kids, you know. I'm like, come on, mm-hmm. get the pay the fuck attention. Mm-hmm. Shit drives me crazy. So. Hey, so you know how you mentioned Costco? Uh-huh. Um, we finally got a Costco membership. Hey, we now. In there, get, we got signed up and everything. Walked nice. in there, grabbed the one thing that I wanted to get, went into the line, and went and checked out. You're that guy. I was that guy that just got one thing. I, we, didn't, I, we, didn't, we barely explored. We looked a little bit in the electronics, and I was like, nope, let's just beeline it to what we want to do. Um, <laughs> didn't do any samplers, nothing. I just grabbed it. <laughs> I was just holding it. And... uh uh, yeah, I just checked out. It was pretty funny. And like, uh, what, what is it? Um, it was a uh, protein shake, protein powder. Oh. It's a box of uh, condoms, twenty-four <laughs> pack. Fifty-gallon fifty drum of mayonnaise that he strapped to the back of the Harley. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You got to explore, man. There's, you know, they got lots. Of, or if you're hungry, yeah, go start to get all the samples. Mm-hmm. Did you have to wait in those long lines just to get your one item? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. everyone's looking at look at this guy. Everyone's looking at Tony like, "What the fuck? Look at this weirdo." Yeah, not only that, but um, since we just signed up, 
I signed up for like the American Express thing too. Mm-hmm. So they needed a, uh, the manager to come over and key it in and stuff. So we're hold- <laughs> like that one item oh, held man. us all up. <laughs> I was like, look at this fucking asshole. Yeah. One item, and now he's holding up the whole register. <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. Good stuff. Oh, that's rich. Right on. Well, cool, man. AMCP, what do we got going on this week? What do we got going on tonight? Shit, I don't know. Um, is Harley going to do the top five? Ask him. I can. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> I can if you if you really 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 want me to. Do you want me to decide? <laughs> you got Uh yeah, not a goddamn thing. Um, number five was the Lazarus Effect. That new movie only made ten point two million dollars. It's cheap, super cheap to make those. Only three point three million dollars, so they already made money. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey slipped to number four. Uh, dropped all the way to ten point five million dollars, but it's okay because it's already made one hundred forty-seven million dollars on a forty million dollar budget. Uh, the SpongeBob. Last week's number three held down number three. Beat out Fifty Shades. $10.8 million for a grand total of 139.9. And number two was also last week's number two. Kingsman, The Secret Service, uh, made 11.8 for a grand total of 85, which puts it past its budget of 81. The number one film being Focus, that new Will Smith movie, and uh, out, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. It made eighteen point six million dollars, and with a fifty million dollar budget, it's uh, not a great opening, mm. especially for Mr. Will Smith. So, um, Mike maybe, Lowry. yeah, Mike Lowry. Maybe we've seen the end of uh, Mike Lowry. So, uh, did, yeah, did After Earth not do so well too? Opening weekend. Uh, yeah, After Earth did uh, very poorly. Um, Ultimately, I it might have did okay on opening weekend. Let's see, mm-hmm. opening weekend it did okay. It made twenty seven million, uh, but on a hundred and thirty million dollar budget, it finished domestically at sixty million dollars. So it mm-hmm. uh, it it did poorly. It had a good opening, but uh, bad word of mouth. So, and I remember us reviewing it, not liking it. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that, they were hoping I, I, like just be big, I guess, since you know he's in Suicide Squad with, and Margot Robbie's in it too. Yeah, they're hoping, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen much for it. I'm not exactly sure what he's a he's a con artist of some sorts. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Veteran con man. In his, yeah. In his scheme, a woman from his past, now an accomplished femme fatale, shows up and throws his plans for a loop. Kind of seems interesting, and yeah, the, it's got some cool like gadgets. You know, like the the whole, um, the card, the slip a card between a, uh, underneath a sleeve type thing. Uh, uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'd be, I'd certainly be interested in checking it out, but it's not one of those things I'd be run, running out to the theater and seeing. No, no. And I have, I have a feeling I'm not the only one. So, yeah, I'll it. wait. That was it. Yeah, that was money, it. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's Tony. Money, money, money. Where's my money, money, money? You should get Mr. Well. Potato Head singing, saying then from Toy Story. Yes, I've watched it again. <laughs> Crap, I don't have these labeled. Never mind. Oh, boy. Man, I think this guy's still fucking drunk. 
All right, so Harley, you chose the homework. <laughs> hey, uh, anybody, anybody see any extras? I didn't. Nope. Tony? Nope. nope. Damn. Y'all are slipping with the movies, yo. What the fuck? Hey, you're lucky oh, you, you get the homework and extra credit for me. Just wait till, uh, till I... Don't I have extra credit this year? This year. <laughs> this year? Oh, do you? Don't I have extra credit this week? Yes, yes, sir. I got a, I got a, uh, I got a hot one for y'all. You're gonna be. Oh yeah, I got a doozy be... for the homework. Oh okay, there you go. So uh, I picked the double. It's a uh, 2013 real, real small independent film starring Jesse Eisenberg and Mia Wasikowska. Uh, although she's Australian, so it doesn't make any sense. And uh, wait, wait, why? Of... Wait, what? Masakowska, doesn't that seem like European, like uh, like Polish or something? Right. Okay. Russian. And she mm-hmm. even kind of looks European. I don't know. I don't know. She just doesn't come. She just, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Oh, hey, hey, hey. You're the racist here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's interesting. It's a clerk in a government agency finds his un- uninviable life takes a turn for the horrific with the arrival of a new co-worker who is both his exact physical double and his opposite, confident, charismatic, and seductive with women. So, um, starts off kind of rough, I would argue. Um, maybe it was just because I had just finished Lost Highway and I wasn't in the mood for some bullshit. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, and it was like the first 20 minutes, I was like, oh, man, I, I don't want to have to fucking read the, the Wikipedia synopsis before I start the movie. You know what I mean? You've done that um, before? Uh no, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and <laughs> you know, it's like a, it's an alternate universe film. You know, it's got a some sort of weird. It doesn't really going. tell you where it takes place or yeah, you know, exactly. the timeline or whatever. Yeah, but it's got some real uh, like steampunk looking shit going on. Yeah, it made me think of Dark City a lot. Yeah, yeah, which which is cool. I mean, I dig, and and you know, there's certainly some kind of cool look. And, you know, um, and it, it does, uh, he is introduced to his, uh, let's call him his double, as the movie implies. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> relatively Check out the big brain on early. <laughs> the small fucker, that's right. Um, we're introduced to his double pretty early in the film. And, and I think once we're introduced to his double, the film really kind of comes down into one main story, and I think it helps it along a lot. I think the first twenty minutes, I'm kind of like, "Wait, what is he? Is this going to be a relationship story with his this girl?" Or the, the whole the first twenty on? minutes is introducing the character as a putz. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good point. And then uh, you know, the next forty five minutes after that is introducing his double as being in a fucking G. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Who like. You know, bitch slaps people, and then uh, you know, and then they just come correct kind of thing. <laughs> um, very confident, overly confident, I would argue. Um, and, then, and the interesting thing is, nobody sees that they are doppelgangers. Nobody, right? Re- like he asks his buddies, like, "Hey, do you see the new guy?" And the guy's like, uh, "Yeah." Did you notice anything odd about him? No. Did, does he look like anybody you might know? I couldn't tell you. Does he kind of look like me? Sure, I guess. I don't know. Like, nobody knows. And he's even dressed the same, so you're like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a weird world already. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's it, and I almost buy it. Like yeah, yeah the, all these I, people are weird. So yeah, I can see it. And then and so by the end of the film, when it does come together, and I applaud it for sort of being clear, which some films uh, don't. <laughs> um, uh, it ended up leaving a, a positive taste in my mouth. Um, uh, so I, I, I I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I didn't have a negative taste in my mouth. That's all I remember from the end. I was like, okay. All right. Um, That's because you had tequila taste in your mouth. My mouth's still numb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I was distracted. At first, I was like, okay, the style's really cool. And then as the movie progressed, it felt like he was just trying too hard to make it stylish. Like, like it was was cool looking, but then I was getting distracted by it. Hmm. Like all the different scenes, like I was like, "Whoa, this is what the, this is something different." And then I f- kind of forgot what was going on in the on the in the plot. Um, like there's one where he's walking through a hallway and it's just completely black. And like, why don't they fix the fucking hallway lights? There's no way. Why, why, no, that makes no sense. <laughs> I'm trying to save bo- mud, money on the budget. <laughs> um, but uh, it looked cool. Uh, I think uh, what's his face acted his ass off in it. Uh, what's it, what's it? Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah, I thought Jesse he did. Sarah. <laughs> Jesse Sarah. <laughs> um, uh, but it, he he was one of those because he was a putz. I kind of didn't root for him. I wasn't in his corner. You know, I was almost with his doppelganger, going like, yeah, "Well, on, yeah, man. you're man up, you're man. certainly sort of like uh, uh, you're entertained by his doppelganger more so than him, right? Right? Or at least I was." Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's uh, I think that's that was intentional. Um, yeah, but it was just hard for me to to root for him even at the end um, when the heavier shit goes down. Oh, um, yeah. The the uh, the only thing was like uh, the guy was you know the the his uh, double when he was getting more and more of a dick. Then I could not like him, but I didn't like the other guy either. So I'm like, I'm giving yeah, a shit about the, all, like, all y'all. Right. Uh, good point. That's, inter- you know? that's interesting. But I yeah, I kind of felt the same way too. Yeah. So I mean it just was hard to get invested. I think that's what it is. This this movie has a lot of feels like a, there's a lot of subtext and a lot of, you know, stuff going on, uh, multiple layers and stuff going on, you know, that there's a different uh, message he's trying to give, but it, it was really hard to to care because I wasn't invested in the story in the first place. Um but I mean it, it did get entertaining at the end. Um some of the some of the twists, you know, I don't know how much we want to want to spoil, but um, yeah, I, I think I think we should certainly stay away from spoiling the uh, the right, end. Right, uh, right. Like but, I um, said, for me, it really kind of saves the film. Um, mm-hmm. So, what about you, Fonzo? Oh boy, you guys oh, ready? You guys uh-oh. ready? Uh oh, this is probably the worst movie I've ever seen on the podcast. I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> really? I couldn't stand this. F- oh, I couldn't wait till this movie ended. Are you? I a fucking big, hate this movie, dude. Are I'm you a, a big fuck- hater of Jesse Eisenberg? Ah, uh, fuck, dude. He didn't do anything but besides play him fucking self. Yeah, and then I guess he looks true. like himself, and he's supposed to be the cool fucking dog. Fuck this movie, dude. I'm so, <laughs> I couldn't wait to talk about wow. this movie, dude. I'm like, I remember Tony saying, you know, when I watch a movie, I want to be entertained. I I wasn't entertained from the fucking beginning to the end. There was nothing. I I, I recommend people stay the 
fuck clear away from this movie. Never <laughs> fucking watch it. I'd rather watch Mad 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 World again. Oh over and over goodness. again. And you know he how just... much I hate that movie. I'd rather watch Life Aquatic. I'd rather I'd rather watch any movie I hate more than this. I would never watch this fucking movie again. I fucking can't stand this fucking movie. Dude. I was so pissed watching. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What is this, man? Step the fuck up. Say something, dude. Oh my god. It was it's it's driving me crazy right now. It's pissing me off just talking about it again. Because just you hated the, the character. About it. it sounds like you hated the character. Uh, the putts, right? Everything well, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Besides all but, the characters, no, everything. Yeah, it's that's just, true. All uh, the characters were funky. Even Rex from fucking um, Toy Story, the dinosaur, his boss, they couldn't even save this movie, you know, because he plays Rex in Toy Story. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he does the voice. Um, <laughs> his voice is unmistakable too. Yeah, exactly. It's inconceivable. No, yeah, fuck this fucking movie, dude. Fuck everything about it. I, I can't even. I can't express how much I fucking just say this. Seriously, I have all the movies I've ever watched. This one's just drove me up the fucking wall. I was furious. I'm like, man, this. Oh gosh. <laughs> From the, right. Every time you say you feel like he should say something to step up, he can't say it. It's like, well, you can't even fucking talk. Like nobody in the world is like that. Nobody. You know what I mean? I don't give. And even Ben Still in his worst movies, as Tony could even say, you know what I mean? That he's just that bad. That. <laughs> I mean, well, we've, we've we've seen that putsy character does but not, like, not like that, not like that. Yeah, this, I mean, I, 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 I could give you a hundred seats in the subway, and he has to sit right there, and he moves. Like really, like go oh, fuck off. I'm sitting here already. You go sit somewhere else, right? And then he can't just run out of the fucking train when these guys are putting those boxes. Like, give me a fucking break, man. Get out of here with that bullshit. You know? Yeah, but there are people actually like that. That no, are so yeah, like socially. That. Well, I like that. Oh yes, yes, yes no, there, there are the definitely people like that. Oh, yes. No. Yes. No. You just don't associate with them because you ignore them. You you see through them. You you do what the movie did. <laughs> you, you 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 can't tell that they exist. Nope. Like that. Nobody. <laughs> no, there's definitely no. people like that. That's yes, that's. I would agree with that. That's a social anxiety that's out there. Yeah, this is the biggest pile of brontosaurus, stegosaurus, velociraptor, tyrannosaurus, <laughs> fucking piece of shit I've ever given a movie. Big steaming pile of bullshit right here. That is one big pile of shit. So now the ending. So that didn't like. Uh, were you just already like super? I was angry? happy it was over. That's the only time I was happy. I couldn't give a fuck about any of the characters. Yeah, I, I thought I couldn't get invested. <laughs> Fonzo was like running, run for the hills away from yeah. this guy. Like the fastest he was running, that's how I was like to get out of the movie, to see the movie. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is some bullshit right here. Interesting. Mm. All right. Yeah, I, I didn't. I've never. I, yeah, because uh, I ended. I, I ended the film. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect anybody to be so angry at the film. <laughs> no, he's not angry at the film though. He's angry at the character that they built in the film. No, like I'm that, angry at the whole that, movie, the fucking director, everything. You know. This pretentious ass, making this like uh, sh- shitty ass fucking Fight Club, trying to look like a racer head, fucking yeah, no fuck everything about it, everything. It's just comedy drama thriller, really. <laughs> hey, I thought the the scene with the uh, blenders in the restaurant that was kind of funny. I thought so too. Yeah. The blenders. Yeah, and the blenders. Yeah. He he goes in the bathroom and he goes out and he's trying to hear what uh his so doppelganger it's, is it's, saying. It's that cliche where the guy says, right. uh, well, yeah, okay, wear, wear this, ear, yeah, I mean, wear this earpiece and I'll tell oh, you what oh, you got to yeah. say. Yeah, fucking, yeah. What is this, a cartoon? Yeah, give me a break. Just walk closer. Give me a break. Like you said, and then 
like I said, people are like, like you don't recognize him. He doesn't look like anybody else. But come on, get the, they have the same fucking face. You know what I mean? Give me a break. Well, it's like just like the worst like Ben Stiller movie ever. Where like everybody's he's getting all the praise and he's not. I'm like, really, really, he doesn't step. I'm like, get out of here. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Well, yeah, and, and the, the whole idea that it's a, <laughs> a different universe, like a different world, is why I let things slide mm-hmm. more. Like, it's not in our world. That would not, you're right, that shit like that wouldn't happen in our world. But they're weird over there. They drink yeah, blue water. Like weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's just different there. Um, and that's the only reason I let it slide. Yeah, I was in the same boat. Yeah. And, um, and at the end... And- the ambiguity type thing, you know, the what, which one thing happened. I, I, it didn't really bother me. I was just like, Lane Watt thought one thing, and I thought a different thing, and I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter, because yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't invested enough to really care which one it actually was, and I was just, uh, I, I mean, I kind of felt the whole kind of glad it's over thing, but I was entertained along the way, so, yeah, it was alright. Yeah, I mean, I um. Like I said, for the last the last half an hour kind of kept once you know, once I think we realize that um without saying too much more, the the double is uh you know, shows that he's an asshole. Yep. <laughs> you know, he he's not just a confident and you know, gets more uh pussy than a toilet seat as in another movie says. Um <laughs> I thought um, I was going to sample tonight too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but he genuinely is a dick. And so I, I, I was, I felt like the end, I thought, but it's really hard. Like you, you get this, uh, characterized, you know, his Eisenberg, the very first pushed all through your face. And then when his double comes in, he's this lazy man, the suave guy. And it's like, but it's this, it's the same. You're looking at him. You're like, what, how can you, you're like, you look like, you know, it's like no, I don't, I don't buy it. You know, he's well, wearing the same clothes. They even try to make him look different. Like he wearing the same clothes. It's like what this guy's yeah, a ladies' yeah. man. I'm like, come on. Come I on. think it was. I think the filmmaker was trying to capitalize, and I would argue uh, that Eisenberg did a decent job of making the two characters distinguishable. While I agree he is playing himself, but we're seeing like the the I mean, he's limited. Net- he's limited what he can do. So he picks. He probably picks his roles. You know. Yeah, I would agree like, with that. I would yeah. agree with that. He I mean, kind of does he, the social networking. He picks his strengths. Like, really you know, he's quick like, dialogue. Yeah. Blah blah exactly. blah. And then he I really can't do anything else, so I got to pick my roles carefully. And then he plays the character he did from uh, Zombieland, right? Oh no, is that Jesse Sarah? That is Jesse Sarah, isn't it? No, oh, no, that is no. He's in Zombieland. Yeah, it is Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Um, you know the putsy character. So. So yeah, we've seen him play these two roles before, which so isn't in a stretch. But I think the I give the filmmaker credit for editing the two together, and that that's got to take a level of talent. I I would argue. Um, yeah, I agree. For for Eisenberg, it's not a big stretch. He's you know he's kind of played the. I mean, I would argue the social networking. He is he is literally playing the dick character. Through and through. I mean, you might, you could just like literally take dialogue from this movie and put it in the social networking and vice versa, and you wouldn't, you couldn't tell the difference. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not the most original sort of, you know, it's not a, uh, you know, Robert De Niro and Raging Bull kind of thing. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> um, but it's still, like I said, for me, it, it still kept me going. And, and I think Tony, Tony's point of the creating this bizarre world, it kind of explains a lot of the, the, the otherwise ridiculousness of the film. And so it, at the end, I felt like, eh, I'd give it a dollar. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was debating at the end um, whether I was gonna it was a waste or a dollar, but I I did laugh a few times, and there was a, times where um, I was a little bit engaged. I just I was very meh about it, but I'm I'm meh about giving a dollar, so I'd buy that for a dollar. It's all right. Yeah, I think um, I I was programming through most of it. And then the last like twenty thirty minutes, I ended up it caught it had my attention enough where I basically stopped programming and just started watching it. You programmed it, through the entire movie. You still no, give no, it a no, dollar. Like, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. The last like twenty thirty minutes, I really started focusing on it because I, I it was entertaining enough. So when when a movie can can you know like and like I said, it kind of unfortunately. I had just finished watching a movie that confused the hell out of me. And so I wasn't in the mood for more confusingness. Confusingness? There's a good one. Mm. And uh, so it kind of, uh, it was bad timing. So, <laughs> uh, um, but uh, yeah, I liked it. Tony, Fonzo, or Fonzo, not so much. Hello, <laughs> right. man. No. But you like, so, but you like, Eisenberg in other films, like yeah. Zombieland, right? Yeah, yeah. Before, yeah. But but just this oh, movie as a whole is just yeah, it's terrible. We, we reviewed uh, Now You See Me, where he yeah. played the. Uh, no, that one wasn't bad. Yeah, he's a mis cocky now. He plays a little. He plays a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair yeah. enough. To each his own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. There there was a moment in um in the double where I felt like oh, this is a David Lynchish. It felt a little out there. Mm. Yeah, a little, little, yeah. Which leads us right into the next. Speaking of which, nice segue. Yeah, so I had uh, I I owned this copy on DVD, Lost Highway, and uh, I think I've only seen it like once. <laughs> so it's been a while since I've seen it. Again, so I'm like, you know what? Let's let's make it extra credit. And I I love the soundtrack to it. And um, like I said on the Oscars. Mr. Skin had said that I'm sure she got naked in it, so that's probably my number one reason. I'm not gonna <laughs> she lie. Naked, so. She got naked in it a lot. a lot. Yeah. So yeah, that alone right there is a buy for a dollar. Um, so after a bizarre encounter at a party, a jazz saxophone saxophonist saxophonist is framed for the murder of his wife and sent to prison, where he inexplicably morphs into a young mechanic and begins leading a new life. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Written and directed by David Lynch, stars Bill Pullman, Patricia Arquette. And um, uh, and then yeah, like uh, like Richard Pryor's last uh, uh, appearance in a movie. Yeah. You see Henry Rollins. You see Gary Busey show up. You see Giovanni Ribisi. You see a bunch of people you recognize in there. And the great uh, mystery man Robert Blake. And Robert fucking Blake. Who's hey? Yes. I'm in your house right now. Go ahead and call me. Jesus what the fuck? Christ. <laughs> now, this movie has this very cool, like, neo-noir, like, has this European feel to it, so it's alright. And, and, and going into it, you already know it's gonna be weird when you watch David Lynch, yeah. right? You already know that, Anyone. right? Even Blue Velvet, you watch it, it still has this oh, weird, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. All his movies have this weird, cool aesthetic, which is kinda cool. Drama, mystery, thriller. Um, and in the very, in the beginning, it's very slow, but it, like I said, it, it gives like that real, like, noir, you know, thriller kind of, yeah. kind of vibe. Um, 
and then and then all of a sudden like when Bo Pullman, you know, gets arrested and then he's not there, you're like, what? It seems like it's almost like another complete movie, unless mm-hmm. but until you see Patricia Arquette's character that kind of ties into the first part. And you're like, what the hell is going on? But it's so weird and like fascinating at the same time because that whole the scene that really hooked me was when uh, when he sees Robert Blake at the party and it's the same face that he saw in Patricia Arquette when he woke up, right? And he's yeah, freaking that out that he saw her. Yeah, yeah. There's and, some uh, very horror esque scenes in the film. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. yeah. And he's good at doing that. Um, so yeah, that's why I was what I was after I watched. I was like, man, this and then double. This what's a weird double feature right here. Yeah, <laughs> it was just kind of funny. Um, but yeah, man, this one. Um, and the great Robert Lagia has a cool, like, uh, crazy, like Dennis Hopper freakout scene from Blue Velvet in this with the road rage. He's I absolutely really good. fucking love. He's yeah. really good in the film. Apparently, he tried out for Blue Velvet, and yeah, Dennis I saw, Hopper. I read that. I read yeah, that. yeah, I think we call him that for that because you know he's pretty wild. Um, yeah, this, yeah, this one I dug. But what did you guys think? Because we, I know we need to dissect this uh, <laughs> some more. Because I think I mean, after reading the Wikipedia, <laughs> I'm still confused. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Uh... <laughs> No, the, the wicked. Yeah, it, it feels like. Yeah, before we get to that, what your initial thoughts? What do you guys think? I mean, was this your first time watching it too? First yeah. time. Okay, and you yeah. saw always significant others because that would that would have probably went well too. Chris, uh, Chris tried to watch the first twenty minutes of it and yeah, it, didn't make it, it down one night and she didn't. She had no desire. Yeah, to yeah. with me tonight. Yeah. yeah, the the horror aspect had turned Laney off, and yeah, she didn't make it past like twenty minutes. Past that that one scene when his face pops out. On the hunter and particular uh, face, mm-hmm. and you're like, nope, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, I think um, it's a good example of David Lynch, and unfortunately, I have never been a Lynch fan. I mean, you know, his films like all have scenes or moments, and but when when the film is all end and wrapped up, I think his style is a little too obscure for me, mm-hmm. and. Maybe I'm a little lazy, you know, uh, I, I don't know. But um, it, I, I want a film to kind of give a little wrap-up. I, I want some answers, you know what I mean? Or at least give me, it's one of these two. You know, does the, stop, does the top stop spinning or does it keep going? But this one, it doesn't give me nothing. Like, at the <laughs> end, it just is like fucking over. And I'm just like... My patience is fucking over. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I think it's one of those things. This is a great example of a Lynch film, and Lynch fans are going to fucking love it. But for your average, you know, movie goer. Well, average people, average movie goers don't go go seeking out Lynch movies. So, to be fair. Exactly, exactly. And so, if you like Lynch movies, you're going to love it. Yeah, you've you already seen it. <laughs> if you don't know who Lynch is, you're probably not going to like it, kind of. Thing. But if you so, like this, yeah. But if you like to stretch, you know, your or if you want to, you know, get diverse and watch something out of the box or some different, yeah. which does, yeah, yeah. go watch the double. Oh fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself, seriously. Uh, from this too, man, because this is out there. I, this, it, there's nothing. There was nothing I found satisfying about the movie. Yeah. I just couldn't. I mean, the 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 whole character switch, he transforms. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I thought they were, it, yeah, it, I thought they were gonna answer. Like, right, so, and okay, it was so, a completely different movie. So, um, we're gonna spoil the shit out of this movie because it's uh, although it's got a high rating, seven point seven. Um, it is almost twenty years old, and um, nice. 
So I, I would, unless you guys disagree. You can spoiler alert up. You can throw it up. All right. Oh, shit. Spoiler alert. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. My my initial impression, um, and it was right after we see uh, Patricia Arquette with blonde hair, um, that uh, the uh, uh, a lot of us tonight in this review. <laughs> uh, the the young mechanic character is actually Bill Pullman's younger self, and and he goes on to kill uh, what's his name. Uh, Mr. Running that party. Yeah, yeah. Eddie or something was his name? Yeah, yeah, Eddie. I think, yeah, yeah, Mr. Eddie. And then he takes Patricia Arquette, who, you know, has dark hair uh, as he gets older. And then, you know, there's a little references to the jazz music or the, you know, and uh, although he hates it and then he becomes a jazz musician. Um, There's the very beginning of the film where uh, uh, what Eddie is, uh, is dead um, so I just feel like, like, it, like it was a time, like it was a time travel movie, but there was no goddamn DeLorean, <laughs> you know, and no Mr. Fusion, <laughs> just a lot of what the fucks. So, um, and then obviously at the end, it doesn't give you a resolve and you know, you, you get the mystery man, but they don't explain who that is. Um, you, you can read the, the trivia to this day. Uh, this is my problem. Robert Blake doesn't know who the fuck he was in the movie. <laughs> but didn't he get like uh, in jail for trying to kill his wife? The in real life? Yes. Yeah. So Robert Blake was. You can read on Wikipedia. He literally was with his wife. He was. He t- we went out to dinner with her. He they started driving away. He parked the car, walked back to the restaurant to get a gun. And when he got back, somebody had killed his wife. His wife was a uh, uh, was. No, I know we're not talking about the movie now. His wife okay, was. I, I was confused. Like, wait, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't. His I didn't see that scene at all. <laughs> was one of those star fuckers. She had been married ten fucking times mm. before she met Blake. She was twenty years younger than him. Mm. And it was one of those things where he was found innocent of her murder, but was later found guilty of being financially responsible for her murder in the civil trial. Mm-hmm. And when he started doing the rounds after his acquittal, mm-hmm. he made himself look like an evil bastard who was guilty. And he was kind of like waving his hand to the crowd going, see, bitches, I got away with it. So he's a character in real life. Yeah. And and he's a character in a motherfucking movie. Uh, I would, I would say, I would have liked to, to see more of him. Yes, I would have liked to see more of him in the film because he's yeah. so fucking nutty. Uh, but we don't get any resolve. It, there's no, there's no who the fuck is he? He's literally the mystery man, and so it ends up becoming kind of a mystery film uh, for me. Well, it says drama, mystery, thriller. Uh, keyword. Yeah, what? but what? there's no solving the mystery. <laughs> Yeah, it's like normally yeah. when you watch a mystery, it's to solve it, not to just make it more convoluted. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like he seems he's like uh, wants you to solve it for you know. It's like, what's your interpretation of it? 
<laughs> that's yeah, bullshit. I, yeah. I mean, so did you? What did you think, Fonzo? Did you the the morph? Not the morphing, but the literally just and it well, literally like because like, I mean, I mean, he got me hooked because like the because it, it wasn't too far like too far out the when it's they're saying, uh, "Hey, he's not in here anymore. How did this guy get in here? What the fuck? Well, we gotta let yeah. him go. It's him. So let's follow him around." So you're like, "Okay, something happened." Like, um, but you didn't know he morphed into him though. Yeah. At that time, you know, yeah. just, all of a sudden he's in there, and you're like, all right. And we don't see Bill Pullman until like towards the end. So it's like, all right, how the fuck did he get in there? So we start following his story. We think, okay, we see Patricia Arquette. But then there's that picture of that there's two of them, the blonde and the brunette. Yeah. So you're like, what? So there's two of them? I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, um. No, but then uh, there's a picture later where there's only one. Yeah, exactly. So, fucking hey. no. But yeah. <laughs> um, but she's smoking hot the entire movie, by the way. Um, so. So you okay? So we're starting following him, and we're trying to see. You know, we see that uh, he's a mechanic, and then he works with this this mob boss, fixes cars, yada yada. But we're thinking like, okay, how did this happen? What? And because he doesn't even know. I mean, all of a sudden we're getting Bill Pullman was getting these crazy headaches, and um, and you know Henry Rollins was a dick to him. This is uh, scared you of the ward, or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's getting mean headaches, but but it's going to make you morph into somebody else. But And you're saying morph into his younger self. Do you read that? Because I didn't read that anywhere. That, that no, was no, no, that's stuff. what I thought. Because oh. I'm watching the movie, I'm thinking, oh, this is his younger self. Yeah, but Patricia Arquette was still there, like in the same... It didn't look well, like there was a time but, change either. But I would, argue, I would argue the blonde Patricia Arquette looked younger than the redhead. Oh, Okay. That, and so I was just thinking, you know, and it's just, it's the fucking Lynchian war universe. Right. So it's already fucking, you know, everything's everything's a little like you said, noir. It's all a little a little abstract, a little, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, just dreamlike too. And, yeah, uh, just the behavior when you know when she pulls the 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 tape at the beginning, and he's like, "What's on the tape?" <laughs> I don't know. Should we watch it? Like what the fuck? Hurry the fuck along, man! <laughs> you know, I'm a little freak out because I got a video cassette from, from the house. <laughs> Who sends out videos anymore? No one's in a DVD. <laughs> um, you know, and then, and then there's the one scene when they got the next one. He's like, "Are you gonna watch it or not?" <laughs> like yeah. he raises his voice. <laughs> well, see, he got um, mad. He was just like you. See, yeah, it's like yeah. it's one of those things where Lynch did a good job doing what he wants to do. It's just not for the for the for the mass audience, you know. I I read on the Wikipedia that um, uh, uh, who are the two guys give the thumbs up and the thumbs down reception? Yeah, they gave both of them didn't like it. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. You know, it's 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 not for it's not for a lot of people. And I do give it credit for doing a lot of stuff well. You know the uh, the uh, Robert Leguia, Leguia, I don't know. Yeah, Mr. Eddie, Dick Laurent. Mm-hmm. Like, his freakout scenes are great. They're genuinely, like, good. Like, the performance is good. He's super intense. Um, the scene where he's like, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. I'm glad you're doing good. And then he just hangs. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm going to fuck him up. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, good mm-hmm. scenes. Um that, Let me ask you this: At the very yeah. end, if it just had like a little solid ending, that—that's all you were asking. I Absolutely. mean, or just one little explanation. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. no. it feels like it's leading up to that. 
right? And at the yeah. end, it just like yeah, just to kind of leave, leave you hanging. You're like, wait, so no, because it still doesn't make here. sense. I got like five notes. I got nothing's answered yet. Wait, what happened? Right, what they got to answer who the mystery man is. They got to answer where the fuck did Fred go, or and where yeah. the fuck did Pete go? Yeah. Both of the transformation points. Yeah. You know, like they got to explain why why that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, because those are those are the those are the mystery points of the movie. Like without those, there was no movie. Without Fred turning into Pete, he wouldn't have gotten out of jail. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have been, he would have gotten to the to the electric chair, which is what he was scheduled to do the next day. Right. You know, so there there'd be no movie. So you have to explain what the fuck is up with that. Like, was that was that mystery man helping him get out of jail? Was it time travel? Was it? Yeah, but but it, it, he didn't mean to do that. He didn't consciously do it. So yeah. then, why did it happen to him? Yeah, and I, why did it happen to that guy, Pete? Why did they switch spots? And then whatever happened with Pete, like, you know, how everyone said when he left and his parents were all, don't you know what you did? And he was like, well, f- t- tell me what I did. They're like, no. Like, fuck you, man. What are yeah, you exactly. Ah. Yeah. So a little, th- 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 there's a lot of answers that need answering or questions I, that need answering. And I think it's one- Well, cause then it goes back to, cause in the very beginning you hear on the intercom, the very first thing you hear, yeah, Dick Loren is dead, right? It's yeah. so like, okay, what, what, what's going on? But then, it comes back around, right? Well, and he said it. And well, see, no, at the beginning of the movie, that was um, his answering machine. Not that it was on his intercom at his door. No, but who who was that? Who did he let in? No, no, he answered the door. Nobody was there. When he first, when he hears the intercom, he's like, "Dick, yeah, he, dead. He, he opens the door, and no one's out there, and he's like, "Oh, oh I didn't connect the two. I gotcha." Yeah. yeah. So it's so like he, the two universes do come together. But on what level, we don't know, and it never clarifies. And you know what it does is it's one of those where if you, if you, if you leave some, some ambiguity at the end of the film, I dig it. I, you know, it's okay. I, 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 you know, I'm not that goddamn lazy or that fucking stupid. I mean, I'm pretty lazy and pretty stupid, but I'm not that lazy and stupid. Mm-hmm. So I dig that. But here's the catch. I don't want the film... I don't want the screenplay to feel like it's like it's lazily undeveloped. Like I want to make this weird noir film and I'm going to do some weird shit, but I don't I don't know how to connect to the two. I don't know how to explain it, so I'm not and my fans are going to love it because they can spend hours and hours and hours reviewing and interpreting it and i don't actually have to come up with anything it's well, fucking this time great. honestly oh, someone someone says he did he did say he did have his meaning on no i think it's bullshit honestly from david lynch i think the motherfucker just makes movies out of his dreams where you don't explain transitions and he just doesn't give a shit about explaining them he just like he thinks like oh i'm being our fucking artistic all right there was a transition but i don't need to explain it and I don't think he's smart enough to connect the connect the dots. So that's what we experience. I don't think it's just lazy, and I don't think it's um, negligence. I just think the guy thinks he's a genius, but he's not. <laughs> he's not making connections at all. He's just putting dreams into onto film. Because that's what it feels like. It feels like this was just a dream. Like you can't explain shit in a dream. Oh yeah, try time travel back in time. Oh yeah, swaps swap faces, swap bodies, or whatever. That happens in dreams. You don't oh. question it. And that's what it feels there, like with his movies, this one in yeah. particular. There's a ton of frequently asked questions on IMDb. Yeah. What's the movie about? What part of the movies are reality and which part are fantasy? What is the mystery man? Who 
What is the mystery man? See, uh, okay, assuming the commonly accepted theory is correct, how does that explain the time loop? Question mark. Um, but here's the problem. I genuinely wasn't entertained enough to want to read all that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, that's where, for my own personal taste, it ends up being a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Um, there's a line in the movie that I think explains what I just said about the way Lynch like makes the film. Mm. The guy says, um, Bill Pullman, right in the beginning, they ask him, like, do you own a video camera? He's like, no. I like to remember things the way I remember them, not the way they actually happened. Mm. Like, that's it. That explains the movie. Like, that's well, what. If, if you read on Wikipedia, it says that's David Lynch's real, genuine. That's his thing. He doesn't like him, and it's for the same reason. Exactly, so, and that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Is like that yeah. explains that he just kind of went, "Here's a film. <laughs> I'm not. There it is." And yeah. uh, but I agree. I I'm on the same page as you, Harley. Um, I I wasn't entertained enough, so. That would be a waste of time. Yeah, like I remember watching when I was younger, so I know I didn't Ooh! understand it at all. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I want to watch it again. And then after watching it again, I still, I, I, I still can't. I don't. I can't give it a review because I have to watch it again. I wanted to. I want to dissect it some more. I don't feel like because um, I like the performances. I like the look because because Eraserhead yeah. is still one of the movies that um, I watched it once and it's never gone away from my head. Like the music, the look of it, that movie is fucking and it's, it's stained in my brain. Yeah, it's I've never been able to, I've never been able to forget it. It's just been the one of the most weirdest surrealist movies I've ever never, seen, and it's just, yeah, and 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 it's just says something about the director. I mean, it's so strong, and nothing really much happens, but it's it's just one of those movies that has never gone away after I watched it, and and, and that, that says right. something, it says something to me, especially after all the movies we've seen. For some yeah, that one sticks something. around. But yeah. what is it? <laughs> What hey, is I don't know, but he well, tapped in some of my brain, and it's like it just I, won't. It's like, I, like I said, when I reviewed it, I go, when I used to have like uh, when I was a kid, I had these bad fevers, and I and then I'd have weird nightmares, and it felt like that, like a yeah, a, I think like this nightmares is, feel like I couldn't get out of it, and I'd have to try to wake make wake myself up to get out of it, and I couldn't, mm-hmm. and that's what it felt like. But it was I like think Lynch's but, talent is getting nightmares and dreams onto film. That's yeah. what he's good at. Mm-hmm. And I, I will argue and on for the Lynchians out there. I'm just going to call his fans Lynchians. I think, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not a Lynchian. It probably starts it, from Twin Peaks, though. Like people love Twin Peaks. That well, show, and see, I watched following. Like, I've watched the first like four or five episodes, and I just could never get into that show. And yeah. um, and and, but I will continue to give his films shots. Like we watched Dune. I liked it. Blue Velvet, it's crazy enough. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen Mulholland Drive um, or Inland Empire. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'd be willing to give these movies a try. Why? I don't know. Because they're... He's doing something different. He's not... Yeah, every, you know? and, there's, and, and I give him credit for being obscure and, and, and genuinely does bring something new to the... And I mean, fuck... It, if Robert Blake is in any of his fucking movies, I'm totally watching it because <laughs> he, when, like you said, when he's like, go ahead, call mm-hmm. me, you're like, 
What? It genuinely he picks like up grabs your attention. Yeah, right. yeah. It genuinely grabs He's your like, attention. Why are you doing that? I'm like, yes. How are you doing no, that? You know when it really freaked me out was when he started laughing and you can hear the exact same laugh yeah. on the phone oh, and in person. Yeah. That was a trip. The problem is, is when it's all said and done, mm-hmm. I'm not satisfied. I just feel like it's it's over two hours long. It's two hours and ten minutes long. And I was like, I'd rather watch 20 more minutes of this film and actually have it wrap up kind of what thing. About, what about when this one says here, the prison doctor gives Fred a strong sleeping pill and tells him, you'll sleep now. And Fred yeah, does. Right. He has a dream. Yeah, so exactly. From, from, the, from there the whole on thing's out. a dream. Yeah, but then tell me that. What kind of makes sense? I mean, how everything plays out, right? Yeah, no, you could see that. You could argue that that's that's what it was. I was just saying myself when I watch his movies, it feels like a fever stream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he hasn't morphed until then, right? I think the right he he hadn't morphed yet. So let's if we even if we go with that interpretation, I still wasn't entertained by the dream that he had. I was like, yeah, that's a fucked up dream, man, but I'm not entertained by it. Wait, no, I take it back. There was one point where I was like, oh, that's some cool shit. When uh, he stabbed the guy in the forehead with them titties, with them statue titties, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he launched them into the edge of the table. Yeah. I was like, okay, that was a cool sliced. kill scene. That, that scene was just weird. Like you just like the camera angle as you just see him like flying through the air or some right. shit. And then all of a sudden he's impaled on the corner of a glass yeah. table. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. I was yeah. like, that's nuts. And then what do they call him? Well, like, what it again? Like you have what in your dream? You have super strength, right? You can mm-hmm. make, you can beat the guys up. You can make them fly in the air and, and, and cut their heads off. Like, I guess. You know? <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't it be? You know, like you said, it, it would happen normally. He would have, you know, um, yeah, and, and, and even when he's like, um, he's banging in front of the headlights, and it's just this real, like, real cool, like, you know, really bright, and it almost feels very, you know, very fantasy like, and it, um, yeah, it fits. I mean, it makes sense. Like, um, yeah, cause I, cause I, I mean, this post here is pretty good. I'm, I'm reading it, and it says, um, just, cause everyone that comments after is like, man, that's the best explanation I've ever heard of this movie. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I want I want one of those pencil mustaches that the, yeah. uh, the yeah. guy has. Yeah, the John Waters mustache. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so if, I mean, well, you if, said David Lynch on Lost Highway, but keys are weird. There are surface keys and there are deeper keys. Intellectual thinking leaves you high and dry sometimes. In in um, intuitive thinking, where you get a marriage of feelings and intellect, lets you feel the answers where you may not be able to articulate them. That sounded as complicated as a goddamn movie. I know. I just read that. I still don't know what I just said. Still, I still don't know what the fuck it means. It, it, oh, pretty much saying. Um, Lynch. I don't get it. The, like dreams, like or when you get a feeling that you can't explain, that's pretty much all it, all it said. The, the, this movie makes you feel things that you can't explain. You can't yeah. put it into words. How does Mystery yeah. Man? How does Mystery Man know this? Because he killed Laurent. Fred hired Mystery Man for the hit on Laurent. Mystery Man is an accomplished assassin. In the East, the Far East, Fred doesn't know his name. Of course, hitmen don't tell you their name. In his dream, Fred goes back to his house and announces to himself that Dick Laurent is dead. His subconscious is telling him that he is a killer and he must take responsibility. It's a double-edged sword. He got that bastard Laurent, but he also got his. He also caused his own wife's death. Yeah, but why? Why did he freak out? So back at the beginning of the film, it was Mystery Man who reported to Fred that Dick Laurent was dead. The job was done, and presumably he wanted to get paid whatever the agreed-upon agreed completion fee was. 
Fred winds up on the Lost Highway at the end of this dream because his subconscious is telling him that his plan for revenge has come to nothing but endless pain. He screams that the light comes up. Fred is about to wake up back in his prison cell, screaming in agony. Mm. Ah, I like the dream, the dream explanation better. He was dreaming, and every time his head was hurting, that was them applying voltage through his brain. <laughs> he was actually in the electric chair dreaming the whole You're- time. The dream makes yeah. more sense because dreams are always based in reality. You know, mm-hmm. it's you and like you a can place you know. You but can, like yeah. weird shit, like somebody from your past is connected with somebody in now, and mm-hmm. and you have a different relationship with somebody. I mean, there's so many weird shit in a dream that you're like, huh? Just like this goddamn movie. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to have this dream over again. <laughs> Agreed. Well, I like it. I like this place. I'm buying it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. So I think now knowing it, going back and watching it, I think it'll make sense. Yeah, I'll, I'd rather have my own dreams. Yeah. So. All right. All right so homework extra next. All right. All right. The the movie I'm gonna sign. I mentioned it last week. It's that uh. That documentary exploring a genre-based monster art takes an odd turn when the filmmakers are contacted by a man who claims he can prove that monsters are real. Oh. Digging up the marrow. Yeah. I just want to see... Um, I've been following the, the artist. Um, you know, Fonzo, the guy who... Alex Party. Mm-hmm. He teamed up with them and Adam Green, and he designed the monsters. And that's pretty much my main reason for picking this. I want to see what these monsters look like. Gotcha. On screen. Mm-hmm. This isn't. This doesn't have a rating. Six point one. No, no, no. Uh, rated R, rated PG thirteen. Oh, I mean, it's, it's Adam Green, so I assume it's a horror film. But it says biography, drama, fantasy. So is it not a horror film? It should sure. be a horror it has, film. It's got Kane Hodder in it. I'm sure it's got. It's got. Uh, oh, is he the guy who plays uh, Hatchet? Oh, everybody plays themselves, yeah, so they they treat it. Yeah, noticing that because Steve Barton, Uncle Creepy, he's he's played himself, Odorous from uh, Guar, Don Cascarelli, and Dixon, all these directors, Steve Aggie. Yeah, they're all playing themselves. Right. Even Kate Hodder, yeah. Even this chick Riley Vanderbilt. Yeah, so they try to make it seem like it's. Except uh, Ray Wise is the only one who plays like William Decker. Yeah. He must be yeah. Recommend. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, check it out. Okay. And the extra credit this week is nothing. Not a goddamn movie. I ain't picking shit because I'm tired. It's a bye week. I got a bunch of shit. I got court on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to have to fucking watch another movie. Hey, extra credit is extra. So there you go. Feel free to watch whatever the fuck you want. All right. There we go. (laughs) What's... Is everything all right? You got to go to court for Wednesday? Yeah, well, I'm taking Jamie back for custody of Mazzy. And okay. so it's been a nightmare for the last two weeks after we served her. And uh, um, so tomorrow I have to go see the lawyer again. Wednesday is court. So it, it's just chaos. And so, um, yeah, all the homeworks and extra credits, I just ram in at the very end and I'm fucking tired and so fair enough yeah those movies really did them in (laughs) (laughs) 
Great yeah. pick a James Cameron movie. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> I just don't make time. I, I mean, like, like, I watched, I watched, um, you watch TV we shows watched, though. We watched, no, I haven't watched shit. Um, uh, we haven't watched The Affair in a week. We watched, um, like 30 minutes of Whiplash, mm-hmm. uh, last like Tuesday. And I was like, yeah, this is good. Just never had time to finish it. Like, wow. Just been nonstop. I mean, you know, school is full time, and then Friday to pick up Mazzy. We're down there all goddamn day long. We're down at her parents' house till you know yesterday afternoon, evening. Mazzy's been a very difficult child over the last two weeks. So, um, yeah, we just haven't had time. So, yeah, man, no worries. So, yeah, extra credit well, is nothing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a first. So yeah, so Tony, try to catch some extras. Uh yeah, we'll see. Um, I know I've been wanting to check out that. What the fuck did you? What you just said the name of it? The drumming movie. Oh, Whiplash. 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 Yeah. yeah, Whiplash. Birdman. Any of them. Fuck. If I if I do finish a movie, it'll be Whiplash. So fuck, okay. Tony, make a point to see that, Tony. Cool. And if uh, and if I finish it, we can walk. We can talk about that one too. That'll I'm work. gonna try to watch Tusk, and if I don't, I might make it the homework next week. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I remember. I uh, yeah, to that. there's. A, I got. Yeah, I've read some reviews. I'm like, eh, I'm having a hard time getting motivated to watch that movie. Or I mean, I'm getting. I'm having a hard time getting uh, motivated. You get motivated to, to watch anything. Yeah, but it's to see that especially, even though I liked what Kevin Smith did with um, Red, State? Red State, I really liked Red State. If you guys remember, so right. Um, right. yeah, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. All right. We'll see. Well, yeah, you handle your business. Yeah. And uh, good luck. Thank you. And uh, can post. I feel like this should be off of the podcast, but uh, we should <laughs> sign off. <laughs> but that, oh man, this is one of the funniest, strangest podcasts. Um, We're all over the map. So today. diverse. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just a loss of words. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for thank you for listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly rant on all things movies. Remember to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. And uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're on everything except for Instagram. We're not pictures. Um, no, fuck! You want us to watch? Uh, take take pictures of us watching movies? <laughs> well, kind of like what what Tony was doing last week. Where we were like, um, it'd be kind of fun. Just it's where we were like trying to guess those movie scenes. Oh, oh yeah! It just kind of it'd be I don't know. It just it'd be kind of cool. Like take a snapshot of the movie we're reviewing. I don't know. Yeah, it takes yeah. a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, just to snap your picture off your tv from your phone oh there you go yeah snap it from the phone <laughs> that's it that's what movie am i watching that's not too hard <laughs> there you go. hashtag what am i watching exactly yeah see there you go fun game going out of it yeah they post on the facebook go look what are we watching this week can you guess the movie see that might work yeah maybe it just can't be the homework or the extra credit because <laughs> that's pretty easy yeah oh because we met yeah oh, we post yeah. that anyway yeah that's true <laughs> well cool i'll right. be your host Paul, say we ride together Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.